Golden Spiral Media presents The Devil You Know, a Constantine podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The, the Devil, Devil You, you know. know. It's been a long time. Been a long time, been a long time, <laughs> been a long, 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 long. I'm Tony Caselli. And I'm the restored soul of Joseph Settlemeyer. And we are here for episode 16 of The Devil You Know, discussing your favorite sorcerer, con man, dabbler, master of the dark arts, John Constantine. You thought we were dead. Dum, bum, so, of course, we're here because the show, Constantine, is still canceled. But the character, played by Matt Ryan, appeared on an episode of Arrow. It's called Haunted. It's called Haunted. And we're going to talk about that. So if you haven't seen that episode of Arrow and are watching that, there will be spoilers about that. Yep. So, John Constantine... He's back, baby! ...is back! And it's so fun! And like he didn't even miss a beat. Hello, Hellblazers! Joe and I have been talking about how fun it would be to just do a quick hello, everybody, and discuss this quick appearance of uh, John and uh, his his life and his magic and all of his shenanigans. <laughs> and uh, so, it's fun to be back. We want to talk about... um his appearance and let's start before we do that with news joe oh news. yeah there's some really interesting news let's go to news so the first the big news john constantine showed up on arrow what yes so awesome it's crazy he and Stephen amell you know back when this show was Constantine was still happening and was in danger of being canceled. Um, and the Save Constantine Indeed. Uh, was happening. Stephen Amell was a big proponent. He of was a keeping, big proponent yeah. and talked about bringing Constantine over to Arrow and blah, blah, blah. The show still got canceled. NBC just couldn't pony up the money for it because they weren't getting the ratings. And uh, despite that, this season of Arrow, they found a way to bring John Constantine back and sort of honor Stephen Amell's wish. Absolutely. You know, as well as it totally worked for Arrow. It totally made sense for Arrow. Oh, I mean, it, to a point where narratively we needed it to happen. Right. It sounds like. I mean, and I'm not a big watcher of the Arrow. Tony is. Um, and I even even from my first uh, blush of watching it, I was like, well, this needs to be in there. Right. Right. Yeah. No. And there was some real solid reasons why, you know, there's, there's a woman they're trying to resurrect. They throw, uh, again, a, a reference to the DC dark arts magic uh, world. They put a person in the Lazarus pit and she's been dead a long time. So her soul does not restore when her body is restored by the Lazarus pit, which wreaks all sorts of havoc. She's a mess. And the arrow a psychotic mess, right? And the arrow team calls Constantine in to help restore this woman's soul to her body. Yep. Uh, and so overall, it totally worked and made sense for the show, and it was a great reason to bring him back. It does not appear that this is going to be repeated a lot. No. They've said that this they had sort of got special dispensation to do this as a one-shot. Um, well, apparently, our, bud, our good buddy Matt Ryan has decided to do some legitimate theater. 
Right. And so, yeah, right now, in fact, uh, through January, Matt Ryan is on Broadway appearing with Judith Light and Kira Knightley in a play called Therese Rachan. Oh, man. Which is that how you say it in the French, Delightfully joke. French. <laughs> um, and he's uh, getting, they're getting great reviews. The show's going well. But while they were filming this episode, he had to get time off from the play and they all worked it out. And in fact, in one of the, epi- um, one of the articles I read, they actually rearranged the or- shooting order f- in order to get him for the episode, uh, because had they shot the season in order the way they normally do, they would not have been able to use him because of his play schedule. Huh. And so they rearranged and shot a couple episodes out of order specifically to fit the window that he could do it, uh, which I thought was very cool. Yeah. So it does not appear as though this will be a thing. There are, of course, a lot of people saying it worked so well. Why not bring him back once in a while? Why not put him in Flash once in a while? What maybe Legends of Tomorrow? You know, so I don't think that's been completely ruled out. No. But there's been no plans to do it yet. It's just nice to establish that he is a part of the same universe. Right. Right, absolutely. I think that's pretty great. And yeah, hopefully opens some magical, mystical doors. Right. Well, and other news things. Um, speaking of, you know, the Save Constantine movement, it's back. It's back, baby! Based on the uh, based on his appearance and how well received it was, the Arrow ratings that week were giant. Yeah. Uh, there is a renewed Save Constantine movement. If you are interested in joining that, you can go to uh, change.org and there is a petition you can search under Constantine change.org a petition that just happened this November and uh, there's over 40,000 names on it so far I kind of feel like since the show's been canceled it needs to be called resurrect Constantine right rather than save Constantine Indeed. absolutely <laughs> bring him back <laughs> bring him home I'm just gonna sing Les Mis if anybody needs me I'll be over here you in the French theater <laughs> So, I will, if I can remember, I will put a link to the uh, Save Constantine website in the show notes for this. Uh, and so you can check that out. But go to, it's change.org and search for uh, Constantine and you can join that movement and see, you know, I, I, I don't, Joe, see that having no, a lot of, I don't either. Uh, opportunity, a lot of possibility of happening, but I, I really do sort of see the idea of Constantine showing up on other shows a little bit more happening a little more regularly. I'd love it. Uh, they sort of opened the door with that on Arrow and who knows what Legends of Tomorrow, you know, Legends of Tomorrow Arrow are bringing in some more magic stuff. And hey, you know what? Netflix is picking up every TV show that's been canceled in the history of mankind. Maybe they'll grab it so at some Who point. knows? Who knows? Um, other news things, just real quickly, um, Angelica Salea has not been doing a lot of acting. She's been doing a lot of modeling, it seems, uh, and uh, has a very active Twitter account at Angelica Salea, where I was just perusing. <laughs> and uh, she was uh, posting all sorts of fun modeling shots, posting lovely quotes about life, and, and posting a little quipping here and there, a little slamming of Donald Trump <laughs> and some things like that. She's clearly not a fan. Nope. Um, <laughs> for political reasons that we're not going to get into. Nope. Because I don't need your political rants, Joseph. I am <laughs> saying nothing. Also, in other news, Charles Halford, who of course played Chaz. 
You remember Chaz. Over Tall, and over. bearded. Died a lot. Died a lot. Came back a lot. Uh, not only did he just do a bunch of voice acting in a video game event, Joe, Fallout 4. I know very little about video games, but even I have heard of Fallout 4. Fallout 4 is a big event in the video game world that's just come out, and Charles Halford can be found in that. And he is very soon to be seen in a new film called... Being Charlie. Being Charlie, directed by Rob Reiner, and that's coming out in December. I've heard good things about that Rob Reiner kid. Hopefully this is his big break. Hopefully he's got some stuff. He's got chances. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that, That's sort of the big three, uh, and they and what they've been doing since Constantine was canceled. Um, let's talk about him showing up in the show, Joe. You know, it was just awesome. It, it was, was pretty just cool. Awesome. I'm not gonna lie. the The first time we see him, he's on the island, right? Uh, and Tony's gonna kind of fill me in on. So I'm not as versed in the arrow lore as he is. Yep. He will fill me in when I make mistakes, yep. which I will. Um, we're on the island. We walk into a tent with a bunch of military commando esque folks, and I immediately squeed because the first thing, not only do we see John, but what do we hear in the background? The Constantine theme song. Great moment. Dun, dun. And you see him from the back and, you know, there's a whole, you know, William Shatner, Captain Kirk moment where he's got to turn to the camera. <laughs> Any of you squabblers have a cigarette? Have a smoke? Have a smoke. It was, yeah. First thing, asking about a cigarette, which was great. Um, the island is actually, interestingly enough, in the in the Arrow um, storyline, that scene was a flashback to years ago. Okay. It's like anywhere between... Gosh, uh, what between they're in season four of Arrow now, so anywhere between five and eight years ago, probably. My god, um, uh, and what happens is Oliver Queen Arrow in the show is flashing back to an event that happened on the island when he was there. Gotcha. So, in the show, that's important. If you don't watch Arrow, I don't want to bore you with it, but um we've never seen that Constantine had been on the island before right. in Arrow. So this was a fun way of introducing that they had met before. And then throughout the course of the episode, you know, uh, throughout the course of the flashback, you see that they're unwilling un uh, allies at the beginning of their flashback. And, you know, Queen doesn't trust him. Constantine is being great, being his own <laughs> self. How could you not trust John Constantine? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Oliver Queen is trying to figure out, uh, whose side Constantine's on while they're on the island. And uh, one of the, <laughs> the great lines, yeah, one of the great lines, I'm, I, I'm on the side of the angels except when they're trying to screw me over, <laughs> which, you know, oh, Manny. was referenced a lot in Constantine. And it was interesting because. That made me think. I was like, "Oh, a Manny reference." Oh no, wait. Oh no, but this is pre. This is before Manny. So, but in it's, Constantine, he referenced how much he disliked dealing with angels. I tried to remember Tony. Do you remember who it was who thought that Manny was a bad guy from the from the get go? If I, I think it was Bayou Shaman. Oh, it was, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It was you. Um, I think in season two, it would have been proven that Manny was a double agent on the side of good. But we'll never know now. We'll never. Well. You never say Constantine, resurrect Constantine, right, resurrect Constantine, finish the story. So there was some very fun things that happened on the island, not the least of which for um, 
you know, we get to see John work a dark spell. We do, which is, uh, if I was seeing it correctly, Arrow's first exposure to magic. The first time <sighs> it he ever saw. It absolutely appeared to be that, yes. That was cool, which, I mean, it was a large part of what this episode was about, is they needed someone with mystical help to solve their problem. And right. Arrow knows exactly one dude. Right, exactly. Now, it did make me laugh because I was like, wait, we never see, did they exchange cell phone numbers? He didn't have a cell phone on the island, you know. So that brings up the question, have Oliver Queen and John Constantine been in touch since the island event? We don't know. Hand wavy, hand wavy. You know, postcard XOXO. Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, how's the dark arts? Fine. How's being the arrow? Things are good. If you need anything, let me know, you know. Um, Just but- met this guy who runs around really fast. <laughs> Either way, um, they become acquaintances, uh, and Oliver does John a favor. Oliver lets him go with the artifact that he finds, uh, and they wind up leaving the island with John owing Ollie a favor, Ta-da. right? Now, that becomes important in the episode, but before they leave... John does find the thing he's there to look for on the island. Indeed, a little artifact known as the, if memory serves, the Orb of Horus. Which plays a little bit into this episode, um, but not too much. But we also know that that is connected in some ways to... Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Right, which is interesting because, again, those guys are showing up in Arrow and Flash and the soon-to-be spinoff from those two shows, Legends of Tomorrow. Which I have to admit, I'm just going to say it, Tony, watching Constantine in this episode, now that he is a part of the, uh, I think they call it the Flareoverse, right? Right, yeah, yeah. There is now a part of me that's like, can we get Constantine on Legends of Tomorrow, That would be great. Or like if there's a second season with a new different, uh, this was me fanboying out and being like, they've been introducing, you know, these new superheroes in the different shows. And I'm like, maybe another season of Legends of Tomorrow with Constantine leading the team. Right. That would be awesome. A few other heroes that would be great to bring in just for fun. Like, let it be a rotating thing. Thing, you know, oh, uh, make me so happy. That would be pretty great. Uh, so, anyway, the other cool thing that happens on the island, uh, from our point of view, but especially from the arrow viewer point of view, is that uh, John and Constantine are having a discussion right before. Um, uh, John, did I say John and Constantine? <laughs> Constantine, Oliver and Constantine and Oliver Queen are having a discussion right before uh, Constantine leaves and Oliver Queen goes back to say, yeah, that guy, he's gone. It's done. Don't worry about it. And Oliver is going to cover for him. And John thanks him for letting him go. But to stop Oliver from getting in trouble, uh, he breaks off the top of the uh, the the, um, the artifact jewel. yeah the big jewel of the artifact and tosses it to him says here give your bosses this everybody likes the sparkly bits but what's really important is the staff and they have a discussion about that and they talk about the fact that there are bad things going on on the island and Constantine um, says oh there's not good things this island is a focal point for bad energy which explains a bunch of stuff in Arrow it's the island on Lost right there's a big cork there's light coming out of it (laughs) why does that statue have three toes (laughs) Um, Constantine is the smoke monster (laughs) uh, so that's actually fun because that's going to come into play in Arrow a little bit it explains why so much weird stuff happens on this one island Leon Yu but then he also, to help Oliver protect himself from the badness going on there, he uses the staff to do a little dark magic and take a tattoo off of his own arm. 
And put it onto Ollie's chest. And right? put torso. it onto Ollie's torso, right. Which, for all of the Arrow fans, that tattoo has been there the whole show. And that was awesome. I didn't know that until I asked you about that. I right. think that's great. And, you know, there's there have been discussions in the, the um, Arrow fandoms and chat rooms that uh, because... Magic is now starting to play more of a part in Arrow. They're dealing with the Lazarus Pit and they're bringing in Constantine and doing some, you know, souls being uh, restored to people brought back to life. And well, things. And I certainly get the impression that Damien Dark has a certain mystical hoodoo. <sighs> right. Whatnot. Absolutely. And he's the big bad of Arrow this season. And so there's a new trend in Arrow, new, a new phase happening where magic is suddenly a thing and all of the characters are dealing with what? We just got used to people having metahuman powers. Now there's magic too, which is fun. <laughs> but one of the things that uh, is rumored to be happening is that that tattoo uh, that was given to him will come into play as a, a ward against evil spirits, something that would be awesome to help him. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So fun stuff. And we get to thank John Constantine for that. Um, Thanks, John. You know, I also want to, sh- uh, one of the things you pointed out, Joe, we want to talk about the director of this episode. Yes. Uh, one John Badham. Who was a director from Constantine. He directed Dance Voodoo. Right, the first Papa Midnight episode. Indeed. So that was fun that they brought a director who was familiar with Matt Ryan and with Constantine. Well, it was one of the things I admit I was worried about going into the episode and was very pleased when I saw it is I was worried that when we saw Constantine again, he wouldn't feel like the Constantine we spent 13 episodes watching. Right. And it was very clear very quickly on, oh, no, this is the exact same dude. Everything felt right. And I think a big part of that goes to the director. I think that this was a director who was familiar with the style of the show and knew the character backwards and forwards and gave the fans what we wanted, which was the John Constantine we just spent half a year watching. Yep. Yeah. And there were some very fun little touches. We also, so, so we got a couple of references to things from the show. (laughs) Yes. You know, um, once they were back in the current timeline and the flashback was over and, uh, Ollie had called Constantine and said, I need to restore a soul. John, as is true to form, owed him a favor and so dropped whatever he was doing and came to Star City yep. to make good on his debts, right? Um, and while he's there, we got a couple of very fun little Easter eggy things. One of them was <laughs> they asked him, um, have you ever had to do this kind of thing before? Restore a soul? <laughs> about a year ago. About a year ago, which was right about when he did it. Yeah. You know, it was a year ago that he was doing uh, episode 10, 10 yes, I think. Uh, quid pro quo. Right. With Felix Faust stealing Chaz's daughter's soul. Right. And he had to restore the souls of all yep. those people whose, who, whose souls Felix Faust had stolen. So that was about a year ago that he did that, yep. which was hilarious <laughs> and wonderful. One of the other, <laughs> um, a great dig oh, NBC. Possibly my favorite moment in the episode. <laughs> Um, he sends off Felicity to gather a bunch of stuff he needs to do the spell for restoring Sarah's soul, right? 
But what does she come back with, Joe? Peacock feather. And why? Uh, I'm sorry, not even just a peacock feather, a dead peacock's feather. Yeah, her quote is, here's all the stuff. I don't know what you want with the dead peacock feather, though. (laughs) Because he had an itch on his back that had been bugging him for months. He had to scratch an itch that had been bugging him for months. So good. That was the only, it had nothing to do with the spell. Nope. I had to scratch an itch. It's been bugging me for months. <laughs> Which, of course, if you know NBC, NBC, the peacock is their symbol. Yep. And so a little dig at the dead peacock <laughs> and having an itch to scratch with it <sighs> was really funny because they canceled his show. They and did. it was a sort of... I. I'm amazed that you pulled that off moment. Delightful. It was very Just funny. delightful. <laughs> <sighs> so then, um, you know, he also, because they're going, who are you again? Who are you? Oh, uh, John Constantine here. And he hands them his business card from the show, you know, mass, uh, dabbler, whatever yeah. it says, but master of the dark arts. But the fun thing is that just like they did on Constantine, when he hands them the card, it's got a phone number on it. And God bless Tony for following this through. And I had to find out, you can call the phone number and you get a message from John Constantine. <sighs> My favorite part, the phone number is in Atlanta, Georgia. Of course it is. Where they shot the show and where the mill yep. is located. Chester's mill. Right? So um, that number, in case you want it, is 404-248-7182. But just for fun, I thought I'd... Make that phone call, Joe. Why don't we listen to that phone call? Let's listen in, Joe. Let's, let's listen to a phone call right now. <laughs> let's do it. Why not? What are they going to do? Cancel us? Hi, this is John Constantine. If you feel you've reached this message in error, then sod off, you lucky bastard. The rest of you, don't leave a number. Unlock the door. Cheers. And that is the message from John Constantine. The rest of you don't leave a number and lock the door. Oh. Cheers. <laughs> oh, I miss you, John. I still miss you. I love that they did things like that. So good. I probably talked about it a bunch when we did Constantine, but those little things make me so happy. When I was watching Fringe, which was one of my favorite shows, right. great podcast by Golden Spiral Media, the Fringe podcast, one of the lead guys, Walter Bishop, sort of a crazy mad scientist, amazingly played by John Noble. His favorite band was Violet Sedan Chair, which is a band invented for the show. Outstanding. But a couple seasons in, suddenly an album by Violet Sedan Chair was let loose into the world and made to look and sound as though it came from the 60s, early 70s. And... It was the producers releasing an album by Violet Sedan Chair just as a little side tangential thing to go along with the show. There is nothing about this I do not And love. a bunch of the songs dealt with the characters in the show tangentially. Like if you, if you listen to the album, it's a fun album. You, you will have no idea. But if you watch the show and listen to the album, you go, wait a minute, that's Peter's whole journey they're singing about right now. And all of those kind of things, really fun. Outstanding. So I'm a big fan of that kind of crazy little connection stuff. And I love that they 
and Constantine did it and repeated that in Arrow with the phone number and the business card. I love that stuff. So great. So the whole um, mission that John is there to do. Yes, is to reunite uh, soul to body. Right. And they have to go into the mystical spirit realm to do so, because that's where souls live. Right. And in typical John fashion, when they ask him, is this, is this going to be okay? He says, yeah, it'll either work or everybody in the room dies. <laughs> Ready to go? <laughs> you know, which is a very Constantine Absolutely. moment. And they all look at each other like, uh, what? And he just launches in. I know? did love the moment, too, right before they go in. He says something, al- I'm paraphrasing, but he says something along the lines of, if I knew you were surrounded by beautiful women, I'd call a lot sooner. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd come to visit a lot earlier. <laughs> Well, and at the end of the episode, Thea, who is Ollie's sister, oh, yes. she says, he is yes. a very specific kind of yummy, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. <laughs> In fact, Angelica Salea on her Twitter feed responded to that and said, he is a specific kind <laughs> of yummy, but he's kind of taken, well, sort of. Maybe not. Something like that on her Twitter feed, which was wonderful. Uh, Just, you know, playing around. But they have to go into this other realm. Yes. They do. John is a great tour guide. I was thrilled to see that his Zippo played a part. Absolutely. And I loved that the that he was the weakest of the fighters as they were fighting the bizarre spiritual monster creatures. Right. That were in there like, you know, you see uh arrow and I'm sorry, I forget. The, <gasps> the, the character is Laurel. Laurel. And, and she's Black Canary in, in right. Arrow. Uh, and you see them being just ninjas. Right. And John is, he's, he can hold his own, but it's a lot, it's a lot more street fighty, dirty, tricky kind of fighting. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, and at one point he does a, he does a little dark magic to just lift yep. his opponent off the air and let him hang there so he can stab him. Yep. You know, while the other guys are doing, you know, serious martial arts <laughs> and whatnot, he's just levitating a guy to stop right. him from fighting him. <laughs> stop hitting me. There. Now I can stab you. That was great. Yep. Yeah, back to his Zippo. I love that because it was such an important thing in the series. Right. It was fun that he uses that. He says, we need a tour guide. And he sets it down and does a spell over it. And then it starts to spin and then goes up in the air and points them in the way that he, it needs to go. And he just plucks it out of midair when it's done. And says, okay, this way. Here we go. You know, so we don't get lost here forever for all eternity or yep. whatever. Um, that was great. And as he's leaving, when, uh, when all is said and done, John, you know, being John, successfully manages to reunite soul to body. Right. And I like that as he's leaving, uh, Arrow makes a reference to Damien Dark. Yeah. And you can just looking at John's face, he's so you know him. Right. And Constantine does kind of warn him off yeah. of Damien Dark. Uh what is what's his advice? Get out of town? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's clearly clear that they have a history, which I honestly don't remember if there is one from the comics. I feel I could be wrong on this. I feel like Damien Dark is a more recent invention, like within the last several years. Okay. Um, I could be wrong on that. I'm not that familiar with that character. Yeah, I'm not either. But but whatever was clear in the show, or rather what was clear in the show, was that in the TV world, Constantine had heard of him and had dealings with him. Yep. And very much advised Dolly to get away. Yep. You know, because we know that's exactly what Ollie's going to do. Right. Right. Just pack up and leave. Right. Yeah. They're just going to walk out. (laughs) No, but that's part of the fun for the Arrow fans was, oh, man, Damien Dark is not somebody to mess around with. And something tells me that mystical protection tattoo that Constantine transferred to him is going to pay off when it comes to dealing with Damien Dark. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens. Yep. So, and then 
off he goes, our hero. Trench coat away. Trench coat and tie flapping in the breeze. <laughs> Cigarette smoke trailing behind him. And once again, I find myself really wishing I had a weekly chance to watch Constantine. Uh-huh. It was. I, I, I was excited to see it. And then while it was happening, I just went, oh, man. I miss these ridiculous adventures. Me, you know, and it really drove home to me. Like, even in the weaker episodes of Constantine, I still loved watching John so much. Yeah. That you're willing to just kind of let it slide. And that's that's what I was missing. Is like, I just miss seeing Constantine around. He's, yeah. And Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan does a great version of Constantine. He is just perfect in that part. Yeah. And I... You just want to watch him. You just want to watch him. Mm-hmm. So... Who knows, Joe, if we'll ever get any more Constantine. Gosh, I hope so. Uh, Producers from the CW, if you're listening, do another season of uh, Legends of Tomorrow led by John Constantine, the end. Yeah, (laughs) the end. That that would be pretty fun. Right? And if we don't, this was a fun way to say goodbye to the character on the screen, you know, um, in a way that we didn't get when the season ended. Right. Now- you know, the other thing we haven't talked about is there still are rumors about this Justice League dark movie. It, you know, just when you think it's dead, it right. keeps popping back up. Right. And, you know, that's Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo del, del Toro, Toro yep. who um, keeps saying he really wants to do hearing it. it might happen. And if it does, Matt Ryan is the one to play John Constantine. I feel like he's kind of he he owns the role a little bit at this point. It's like you yeah. got to go with him. Yeah. I mean, I know it's hard to believe that someone was better in the role than Keanu Reeves, but. (laughs) Sorry, did I fall asleep there? I didn't mean to. (laughs) But. No way, Brody. I'm not having it. You know. I'm just doing my Keanu Reeves impression. That's spot on. There's something. (laughs) Any of you squabblers got a a smoke? Oh. Oh. Dude. Dude. Yeah, the minute I heard John Constantine without a, without a British accent, that's when I was like, ooh, we're going to have some problems. Right. That being said, having heard Keanu Reeves' British accent in Dracula, I was super glad he didn't try one. <laughs> Putting aside Keanu Reeves. Just like the rest of the world. It was. Wow. Wow, getting personal. Wow, right now Keanu Reeves is rolling around in a pile of money and his neck hurts and he's not sure why. He's like, what? He's got a twinge. Somebody bring me some more money. What happened? Oh, that'll solve everything. Wow. That's funny. You know, before we go, Joe, uh, we should point out that the Facebook page for The Devil You Know, a Constantine podcast, is Indeed. still active. And whenever information pops up, uh, the fans, or if, if I see it, uh, I'll post it or Joe will. And so I would encourage you guys to go ahead and stay active on that if you want. Uh, in fact, during this... Uh, Much like Chaz, we refuse to let it die. <laughs> and during this... Um, Last couple of weeks, while all of the stuff was going on with Constantine showing up on yep. podcast, there were a number of great fun posts with pictures of Constantine and Arrow in the filming of it, uh, a sketch from Zed having a vision of yes. the two of them together. Peter Lamb posted one of those, uh, and um, we also had some other you know moments of... Uh, different folks posting different things. And one of the things that showed up on there, Stephen Lowe posted a a picture with lots of just discussion about how uh, some of the things we've talked about, how well uh, played Constantine was by Matt Ryan in this episode and the fun things in um, uh, 
that happened in the episode. But one of the things that Stephen pointed out also is that when Oliver called Constantine on the phone to come to Star City, he said that the sky appeared to be red uh, behind Constantine when he was on the phone. And so uh, Stephen brought up, you know, do we think that was a reference to waiting for the man and the blood moon? Oh, and that. was that having? So I don't know, but it's a great catch. And that I, is interesting. With all of the interesting little things in there, I wouldn't be surprised if they if that was another catch that just I uh, I we missed, Joe. You know, there's a picture. Another thing that Stephen posted on there is uh, the a thing that has the potential to be the last hand of glory still in existence. Right. They discovered that recently. Which is creepy and there's a great picture of it and that kind of stuff. So go ahead, uh, check out the Facebook page, The Devil You Know. And uh, if you see any more Constantine news, share it over there and we'll keep that going. That's fun. We'll keep hope alive. Right? <laughs> but in the meantime, if nothing else happens, we got this last little bit of Constantine and it was a lot of fun. It really was. It really was. Yeah. So it, again, you know, we said goodbye once, but then he came back and now I feel like we're saying goodbye again. This has been a ton of fun. You guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us for one last hurrah. Well, let's raise our hands of glory to that. <laughs> Everybody have fun. We'll see you on the Facebook page. Take care of yourselves. Talk to you later.